0: for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6.
1: Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, Welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio.
2: All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Thank you for being here. This Thank is our Thanksgiving show. We're out for the rest of the uh, the week. Yeah, That's right. Dan Mandis, our friend. Dan Mandis, our audience loves him so
0: much. He's going to be here tomorrow on the show. Uh, then Thursday and Friday morning, we've got some best of programming. Um, and keep in mind those words, best of, it's all relative. And then we are back. Uh, that goes through the weekend, by the way. And then we're mm-hmm. back Sunday night, Monday morning. Uh, and, uh, you know, the chaos begins again as uh, lawmakers return. That'll be fun.
2: I got nothing to be thankful for.
0: I got nothing to be thankful for. Let's go around the table and issue complaints. Was it, this oh, would be kind of like a wow. Thanksgiving
2: version of Festivus. Wow! Huh? I just thought about it. Wow! Right? I like that the Thanksgiving version of Festivus. Yeah, the no where, Thanksgiving where where you invite where you invite the entire family and all the kids. Yeah, coming back from right. Yale and Harvard. Yeah. to discuss the situation oh. in Israel.
0: It's oh, it's oh, it's gonna be a while. By the way, we'll just have to record the game or something because. It's going to be a
2: while. I, I did got, like that I got story. I points to make. did like that story earlier this week. That we were, well, what if you've got nothing to, uh, to be thankful for? Are you kidding me? Life. Yeah. Life. Breathing. You know? Breathing. Life. I mean, it's great. I don't have to go far. You would say, well, the uh, country's all going to hell. Eh, it's always been going to hell. We're doomed. We've, we've I mean, always, there's no doubt. We've always been on the highway to we're, hell. We're doomed. Isn't <laughs> it great? <laughs> we're, we're all... <laughs> We're all going to die.
0: That's I love that. I'm a complete <laughs> that's pessimist. What I love. That's what I love about aging. Is It's like I feel like we're on this, you know, bullet train that's got basically the track ends on a cliff. And a uh, couple of, you know, we're just a couple of old guys just sitting there reading or whatever. And everybody's screaming. We're going, ah, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, we're doomed.
2: Cool. But. Well, it's I, fine. you know, I, and, and I read an article sometime back about, um, you know, there's two types of people. I mean, there, I mean, there may be more than two types, but those that are grateful for what they have, they may want more, but they're grateful for the small things are grateful about everything Yeah. and the people that aren't grateful, but are entitled. And if you're entitled, you're never happy. Yeah. If you have the entitlement mentality that you're owed something and there are the people that believe that, and then there are people that are grateful, like, and I, and I'm being serious. I'm grateful for life. Mm. Forget about anything else. I'm grateful for life. Well, at your age, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, and that I'm healthy. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, i'm I'm grateful therefore thankful that i've got a the job that i have yeah you know i sure. you know we, you and I've talked about the fact of in the summer of twenty twenty was the most that we've ever seen in our society of the liberal blue wave of uh of intimidation uh going after corporations, sports leagues su- successfully and have them repeat a lie over yeah. and over and over again. Right, And y- I felt it like I have never felt it before in my, mm, we're in, into the 35th year of talk radio now, just past 34. I'd never seen it, but it didn't face me. I wasn't going to stop talking about what i believed i wasn't gonna i wasn't going to stop talking about the truth and whatever the consequences whatever
0: i'm gonna tell the truth and now for a segment called just something i've noticed brought to you by our friends at motel six just something i've noticed bargain hunting is back i mean bargain hunting's always been around we always love a great deal but man everywhere you look people are Bargain hunting, you know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPRudEye to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain. When you use the code RedEye. that's the letters cp Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6.
3: Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on thirty thousand dollars a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was a hundred percent. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better
1: life. Afford anything wherever you listen.
2: And we I work for a company that backed us up on everything. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe that I've had this many companies say, who are you? Oh, yeah. Where are you coming from? Yeah, look, we're going to pay you money. You go on and say whatever you want. And except for one time in my career. And I and I didn't pay attention to it. One guy, one time in my career, I've really never, ever been told to say something to say something different than what i believed ever never happened to me yeah I've and never, and that wasn't yeah, even yeah. that wasn't even uh telling me uh, i'm sorry it's never happened the only thing was i had one one uh, uh uh program director that didn't like my topics but couldn't explain why he didn't like my topics he mm. just didn't like yeah. them right and that was it And that was a very short-lived couple of weeks. That was it. Mm -hmm. I mean, other than that, my 35 years, it's been, you know, boom. And um, I know people say that they're afraid to say things because they fear the, the, the blowback from it. I've never felt that way. No, no. No, I've never no. felt that way because people will ask you, well, it's such a insane culture right now. Are you ever, do you go in and you're afraid that you're never, no. never enters my mind? No, never. if it does. It's time to quit. Well,
0: yeah, because something would be wrong. I feel a greater responsibility the more chaos that there is uh, because we are afforded. uh mm-hmm five hours here to break down ideas and break down assessment of, of what's going on. And that's to me imperative to demonstrating exactly where our nation is. And, and I've said it before, I said it earlier on the show. I think the election cycle of next year is going to be one of those points. It's going to be a huge, sharp rudder year that that rudder is going to send us one way or another because of how radical things are and there's no telling what will happen between now and November 5th of next year there are some very clear choices we have to make as a nation and it has me anxious but Anxious in a way where I think it's imperative uh, to to be here because this is what I do. This is my part,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and I've always felt I've always felt a um, responsibility and obligation for those who have sacrificed to give me this freedom of speech, because mm-hmm. nothing nothing is free. Anything you do. Who was I talking to the other day? What was I doing? Oh, I was golfing. And having that conversation about, you know, just how um, uh, people just believe. There there was a charity collecting, and they're always they're there a couple times a year collecting for the, um, oh, it's the Heroes Movement. Hmm that raises money because there's so many suicides for soldiers. Yeah. And yeah. I've gotten to know some of the people that are there because they're always at the 10th tee at the course that I play at. And we had a great conversation about that. How, you know, even cause we get into great conversations. I said, even being here on a golf course, you know, being able to do what I want when I want to do it, that was fought for. Yeah. Everything that I do is fought for. So to me, what they went through for me to ever be, and this is—I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all of this. I'm thankful for everybody who came before to give me this opportunity, and and uh, and protected you know my right to do this. Where I come in every day, and I have no fear. Yeah. Even in the insane society, I have no fear, because the fear is down so low compared to how grateful and appreciative I am. For those who came before and gave the ultimate sacrifice so that I can do
0: this. Yeah, you know, when uh, I say, which is a great point, and, and when I say this is, you know, this is what I do. And because I think of all of those who have gone to war, uh, my dad a couple of times, uh, my maternal grandfather. And, and the countless veterans I've talked to, but it, it was a, this unbelievable learning experience in talking to one veteran who still today is dealing with PTSD. And, you know, years ago, generations ago, they called it shell shocked. And past generations didn't talk about when they came home. They didn't talk about their experience. And now we're learning today. We're learning to a great extent. we're, We're learning why they didn't talk about it because they didn't know how to talk about it. And we didn't know what they were going through Then and we're learning more about that and it's still this unbelievable uh, situation and something that that I think has to be solved and it makes you more grateful and more mindful uh, because one veteran told me they train us for weeks and weeks and weeks to go over but they don't train us to come home you know There are so many, I mean, every single day, you can just make choices. It was just the other day, just walking around, you know, I was by myself, I was running errands. I was like, yeah, I'm just, today I'm just kind of, this is what I want to do today. These are the choices mm-hmm. I'm making today to do things, and and this is what I want to do today. And it's great that I have the ability to make the choice to do that today. And, you know, that article the other day of, you know i well what if you have nothing it, it, then you need to then maybe you need to go back maybe you need to step back and maybe there are other things you need to explore other considerations you need to have for for where you are and what you have i i just don't know how you, how you have it and and don't see it we see it from people that come here from other nations and there uh one gentleman i met and he had just become a citizen a month earlier he said i worked so hard to get that done so hard to get that done and he was so eager and you know it's a different mindset than oh i don't know if i have anything to be thankful for and then you see someone going through other things that you know they might be battling an illness they might be have have suffered a, a great loss of a loved one and then they're they're going through that and dealing with that and still trying to stay positive, still trying to, you know, work through something like mm-hmm. that and and also still able to express gratitude. It's it's just a it, I don't know how you can't for at least a moment every day, try and be selfless. Try and.
2: Make it not no. about you. Well, yeah, I mean the 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 recognition. I mean I, that's you know a lot of people, for example, say, okay, you're you're in the business because of ego. Not really. You know, because you're in the media, you're in the business because of ego. It's like, no, I'm in the business more out of. I mean, it's it's fun to do. I love doing it, but really, I think most of I know from me is grateful for everything that I've received and given this opportunity. And being grateful, I believe I have, you know, a responsibility, you know, to the, you know, to the listener, to the company that hired me, you know, and there's a gratefulness and at the same time, a responsibility. And I know that, you know, as you get older and you start looking at your life, you go, what really drives me? Is it ego? You know, is it wanting to, is it attention? What is it? And and, it all comes back to me because I go through every every day, and I people tell me this. I mean, some of my friends, I go, aren't you ever angry? Aren't you ever, well, I see, I get angry. But I go, no, but you're never in a bad mood. And it's really true. I'm not really often in a bad mood. And if I am, it's for five minutes or it's an immediate reaction to, you know, something ridiculous or stupid, but then it's gone. And I like that about me. I like the fact that because people say, you're always laughing. You're always in a good mood. Is that really you? Go, yeah. It's, it's me. And I like that. But it comes from being grateful and appreciative of everybody, all the gifts you've received. And that doesn't come from ego. I don't think being grateful comes from ego or uh, narcissism. I think it comes from the realization that you're living a great life, and there's a bunch of people that help you get to that great life, and you should always be thankful for that.
0: Well, you – and and when you get to a certain age, you realize – because you've been around and you've seen it all around you, you realize how fragile it is. Yes, and and therefore
2: special mm -hmm. that you get to do this. I mean, what we do here is so rare, which makes it special. And so there's always, and I think you and I think the same way on this, every single, and we talk about it probably off the air, just how excited we are to get on and do it every single day, that it isn't like a monotonous thing. It's not like, oh, Jesus, and what show is this? Forty thousand three hundred and twenty-two. Let's get through it, okay, guys. Let's just get through it. And I, (laughs) it's interesting because
0: I kind of see it as a group effort. Our audience, uh, others that do what we do. That's all me, you know. And it, and when you, when when I think about you know going into the twenty-four election season and how critical, but also fascinating it's going to be so many dynamics in play we won't have enough time uh look we do five (laughs) hours a night and that's a long show but we won't have enough time but it is again you know uh, and lately since october 7th especially i've had some moments of frustration i i'm generally yeah i'm always trying to make people laugh i'm always trying to make, make people laugh uh uh i I I strive for that but there have been some frustrating moments because I do believe I honestly do believe that we're just at a critical stage
2: and some disappointing moments when you find out how people really how how people you know that you might know or you know in the media mm. that you thought were one way and they're a different way it's disheartening and it's, it's that is disheartening it, it's yes.
0: disheartening but to see that mindset be proudly displayed uh, is to me just reprehensible, and it's just sad. It really is. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep.
2: Eight six six ninety red eye.
3: This morning's USDA farm report is brought to you by How's Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since nineteen twenty. Are you still doing your Thanksgiving meal shopping? If so, you may be pleased to find... We're down a little bit from the prior year, 4.5% down from last year by our informal survey, which is gathered from 200-something volunteers in all 50 states going out and checking those prices at their local grocery store. Based on the American Fire Bureau Federation's 2023 edition of its annual survey to determine the cost of a full Thanksgiving meal. Farm Bureau Chief Economist Joby Young says for the centerpiece of the meal... Turkey's down a little bit. Avian influenza was hot and heavy last year, and we've moved through some of that, so those prices have fallen. Yet Young cautions, despite the year-over-year decline in total Thanksgiving meal cost. Food inflation is still reflected in the 2023 survey. It's still up 25% from 2019. The annual Farm Bureau survey looks at the average cost of 20 Thanksgiving meal items for a holiday feast for 10 people. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C.
0: This report brought to you by Senex Fuels and Loops.
1: We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara.
2: It's Friday Radio. He's Eric Hardy and I'm Gary McNamara. They keep saying it here. I'm just reading this one from CNBC. Uh, although inflation is cooling, inflation's it, it, not cooling. No, it's not. It's, just, it's still there. The rate of inflation
0: may be cooling. Inflation's not.
1: Thanksgiving, Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Red, I, Radio.
2: And he's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. right, <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm chuckling because I'm starting to get the the emails from listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when are you making your banana bread? Yeah, we're waiting. And I'm getting some. Give me the banana bread recipe.
0: Alan, Brian, and I were sitting here with a. With a fork and a plate. You, you got
2: some banana bread. I did a, a couple, couple years ago. ago.
0: I love it. it I
2: great. I had to, I got up to the point, and it's my grandmother's recipe right. on my yeah. mom's
0: side. Yeah. yeah,
2: And she used to make it for me. And I can still remember the fights I would have with my brothers and sisters. Mm. I wanted the whole loaf.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. She gave it to me. No, you share it with the family. no. But banana bread with butter. No nuts or anything, and it's just regular banana bread. Right. And uh, and, yeah, and so her recipe I had on a sheet of paper and when I I really didn't make it much hmm. until I moved to Texas, and it was probably about 13, 14 years ago. Um, I made one for myself and it was really good, and then friend of mine she had it and then she requested it mm-hmm. and she and her son would get it i'd give them two loaves it'd be gone within a day so you know how many carbs and calories are in oh that? yeah 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 right Yeah, <laughs> oh it's it's bananas sugar and flour yeah and, you and know, then you put butter on it <laughs> and then but yeah then, exactly then i put butter on it and yeah and me being a type 2 diabetic you know yeah. now for seven years yeah um
0: you got to watch it
2: i got, yeah. yeah i really have to watch around the the holidays so it got it was uh, it was 2019 mm. i made 39 loaves of banana bread everybody was getting a banana bread i they i was mailing them out to relatives i'd go to i i went to it's like uh, an
0: oprah car giveaway thing huh
2: yeah i mean and you didn't have to pay the tax on it though <laughs> Oh, I wonder if it would be... I Actually, wonder, I don't know. I wonder if that would be considered income now. You got Gary's banana bread? Well, geez, that's worth... Uh, you can't put a price on that. And that's, that that's worth more I bet than... Janet Yellen could put a price on that. <laughs> <laughs> the 80,000 IRS agents yeah, could. Exactly. Is All it right. over $600? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you owe the IRS for Gary's banana bread. Yeah. When it got to the point where the FedEx... Where I would drop it off because mm-hmm. I was sending them out. Mm-hmm.
0: Your little banana bread scheme. But,
2: and the the <laughs> woman, the the woman that was you know at the counter, she said, "So what do you charge for this?" And and you know because it's pretty expensive. It looks like but,
0: a business because you were doing it repeatedly. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It yeah. was. She thought it was a business, and I said, "No, this is all personal. This is not a yeah. a business. Right. I right. mean, you're not charging. No, they're getting it for free." make me one i made her <laughs> one <laughs> um the 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 women at the the uh, the 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 store
0: right that yeah. that
2: i got the bananas from the supermarket
0: right, yeah they was you're getting so many and then bananas the truck driver Why? that brought the bananas from the ports and the, then yeah, the, ex- and then ex- the guys at the ports and then the guys in the other country where they ship it to the yeah. well it, got, it kind of took off like that it got i mean i it was supply, basically it was your own banana bread supply chain. <laughs> but
2: think about gifting. how busy. I don't know how I had how I had the time to do it because I made in twenty nineteen before COVID hit. I made thirty nine loaves of banana bread. I started the day after the 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 day uh, you know November first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Day after Halloween, I'd start making banana bread, which mm-hmm. means I would have ordered the banana. I would have gotten the bananas so they can ripe. Because yeah. you need really ripe bananas for banana bread, mm-hmm. it would start in October, mm-hmm. and then my house would smell all of ripening bananas. It was like, Err. and then I put them out in the garage. I mean, I had, I had bunches and bunches of bananas. You know
0: what you do though that, that I found. You know mm-hmm. you want to ripen a banana very quickly. Just take it to work with you. <laughs> what does, does that happen? It can be green when you leave the house. house. And by lunchtime, it's, well, it's ripened.
2: And so COVID, really, I got a chance to back off on it. Yeah. You know, because it was like, okay, nobody's going to. And I made a couple then. uh, This year, I'm trying to think, has anybody requested it? Maybe I I, I will get the bananas when I get back uh, from uh, Thanksgiving, probably less than five loaves. I might make two or three. That's it. So I, I just don't, I don't, I just didn't. The time. I didn't wasn't doing anything, any free time, right. you know, was making banana bread. And I would make, you know, two or three in a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then you've, you know, got to have the the pans for it. You do it. It's a whole production in the oven for an hour. And and it's like the timing in my oven is exact for that. I mean, it's got to mm-hmm. be like 48 and a half minutes mm-hmm. is what you put it in a 350 in my oven. Mm-hmm. A little bit more too dry mm-hmm. a little bit less mm-hmm. too moist mm-hmm. and so uh and so this year will just probably be uh, a couple of them um and me i i don't even eat it myself you know i was even not in 2019 i kept a half loaf for myself and then put it in the you know cut it up in slices put it in the freezer and then i would have a half each but you know something once you once you get this you find out even now, like I can cheat once a month, I could cheat on my diet, but I find the foods that I that have really have a lot of carbs because I haven't had them much. I really don't have the f- except for pizza. That's it. Mm-hmm. Except mm-hmm. for pizza, I really don't have. Yeah, I really don't have it anymore. The, my the, my the wife, taste buds for it.
0: Something we haven't talked about over the years is is that my wife makes an unbelievable banana bread, passed down again, you know, from mm-hmm. her grandparents. The whole thing, and that's kind of. If you think about banana bread, that's it. Uh, That's the that's the and it, what it is, is it's kind of, you know, with you, you moved halfway across the country. But really, I mean, once our grandparents are gone and or, you know, it's whatever uh, tradition that was there, we try and incorporate a little bit of that. So you're kind of reminiscing about it. And it used to be. Used to be that, and and she also makes something called a pumpkin roll. You'll see the grocery store version of these, and they're not good. But my wife's version of the pumpkin roll is legendary. Now, we have our kids' friends, and our kids are in their 30s. My oldest daughter, in fact, today turns 41, and one of her best friends from high school, on her birthday, wants a pumpkin roll. So she will call my wife and say, okay, Barb, you know, got to have a pumpkin roll," and then show up a couple days later. My daughters do the same thing. Uh, so it's, it's that it is, it will start family fights back in the day when <laughs> we would all, you know, go to and have one big Thanksgiving with 50 or 60 people.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, she would make two. I was like two. No 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 no. We're going to have to make a half dozen at least. And and people would fight over it. Uh and I'm the same as you. Now, I've got a wicked sweet tooth. I don't I don't have diabetes, but the more I get a, the more that I am away from it, the if I have like a, you know, a big piece of cake or something, if our bananas go dark, <laughs> if, and you can't eat them, then she'll just make banana bread right there. She'll just, boom, she'll just put a loaf in the oven and then take it to work or, or give it to one of the kids or whatever, or me. And so when I do eat it, it's like I can feel the difference. The older I get, the more I can kind of feel that. Feel it's, the
2: sugar the, yeah. the, the sugar and yeah. starch. Well, what happened was I did try. I did try, okay, let me see if I can make low-carb banana bread. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and That's the,
0: almond flour, right? Or... I didn't
2: use the almond almond flour. I used this other flour mm-hmm. that was real that looked more like real flour, right? Okay. It, and they said you could, and I used that and stevia instead of uh, mm-hmm. so that was the name of it. The stevia, yeah, thing. stevia, yeah, and it just it's not the same it was it's not the, the same The consistency
0: on things and it's like it's it doesn't well, bake well with something well with actually most
2: actually it does for because i i found something else that i can eat mm. and that's my low-carb pumpkin pie
0: oh and, okay. and you use stevia right, and for that, that, that. Stevia? and
2: okay. it, oh it's, right. it's it's it is it is it's the best pumpkin It's Run Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Well, this is our last show, and we're off the rest of the week. want to wish everybody just a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Hope you get to, yeah. you know, hope, well, hope you either get to be with family or don't get to be with family, depending on the situation. We no, just kidding. hope it's <laughs> a
0: happy and peaceful Thanksgiving <laughs> yes, yes, yes. wherever you yes. may be. See, there's the inside story right there. On why we would always in radio and still do those cheesy kind of greetings. We hope it's a happy and safe and peaceful Thanksgiving wherever you may be. See, that's radio code for listen. If you want to be with your family and you're there <laughs> and you're happy about it, good. If you don't and you're alone but you're still happy, also good. Now, it's, um, uh, you know, I, I'm eternally grateful going to see my... Mm-hmm. Siblings at my mom and and dad's house. Uh, we'll be here on Thanksgiving, but uh, driving up the road a couple hours uh, Friday. And we're going to hang out uh, and with in laws and and uh, and and my folks. And you're off the you're shuffling off to Buffalo here in, uh, this evening, and then
2: yeah, uh, my flight doesn't out. leave till like seven thirty. Yeah, it's late late getting in, but I right. figure the crowds aren't gonna be that bad. You know when I get into Buffalo eleven thirty, there's not a lot of flights coming in, the rent a car place won't be crazy.
0: Mm, Right. It also won't be staffed.
2: But (laughs) that's what I'm always worried about. Oh
0: man, are they gonna
2: Well no, I'm actually worried about it because if I go in and they're not staffed and they're closed, I have to get an Uber To my dad's house and come back the next morning and pick up the car.
0: That's right. And then figure out
2: the discount I get because they weren't there.
0: Hopefully, they're staffed.
2: Oh, I've already had that in my mind. What Uh, happens and, you know, what's the scenario in that case? But we (laughs) hope that you
0: have safe travels. Yes, we do. And we hope you have a happy and peaceful Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Gary. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, we know you're going to have a great time. Our best to your dad. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And uh, we will talk to you folks Sunday night. Monday morning, Dan Mendes tomorrow on the show.
1: This is Red Eye Radio on West.